Always thought-provoking and informative. Forget the spin and media bias from the left and right. We know you are sick and tired of being told what to think, how to act, and what you can and can't do. Direct from the Ustream It Broadcast Network, it's time for another edition of the last Christian newscast and radio show with your hosts, J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley. Real news and biblical common sense analysis starts in three, two, one. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome once again. We do appreciate you joining us for another edition of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams here in East Texas, and I'm joined there from the Dallas and Fort Worth area by my good friend, my co-host, my brother in Christ, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley. How are things going in Dallas today, Terry? Well, we're here in the trenches, and so far right now it's quiet. I'm keeping my head up and down and so forth and so on. So. <laughs> All righty then. Well, we got a lot to cover today, and we are going to get into uh, Ezekiel 37 again. Um, look, I know I put it up uh, as, an, as an entry screen today, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remind everybody what we're going to talk about. Uh, is the United States now supporting the en- enemies of Israel? Remember, I predicted this, Terry. I said yeah. that the United yeah. States was going to pick the wrong side well hey guess what we are right now we are witnessing the beginning of that happening and i'm going to talk about it today on the show also um did you know that joe biden is actually considering a new iranian nuclear arms deal yes he is he is determined along with the rest of the weird world that uh, we should make some kind of deal with Iran in order that they can achieve nuclear weapon status to where they can to mm-hmm. threaten the entire world. Yep, we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. too. And how about Alex Soros? Is he worse than Daddy? Is he worse than George Soros? We're going to talk about that too. And then how about this? And this is what we're actually going to start with today, the persecution. Mm-hmm. I didn't say prosecution. I said the persecution of former yeah. President Donald J. Trump, because what he is accused of is no worse than what is what is known, I mean actually known about President Biden, his son Hunter, mm-hmm. his brother, mm-hmm. Hillary Rodham Clinton, mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. of the other rotten mm-hmm. scoundrels out there. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to persecute Donald Trump, then you better prosecute mm-hmm. the others. I'm saying that mm-hmm. as a citizen of the United States, I have this right. Terry, I've got a right to speak. I have the freedom to speak my mind under the United States Constitution. And what is going on right now is just flat wrong. Okay, you want to comment on that real quick? Yeah, it's it's far worse. Uh, you know, you weren't just uh, bloviating. Uh, it's far worse than you can even describe. Uh, Biden is, is far worse off in every category, uh, including uh, his crime family, which has now become known. And uh, it's it's people aren't even they're just shaking their heads like, oh well, uh, you know. Okay, well, I'm going to label everything that you just said as your opinion because I think that because you did say crime family, and I am not, I'm not going that far. I am not going to go that far at all. Okay, Um, let's let's listen though to the news reports about this really quick. Listen to this. Former President Donald Trump arrived early to Florida midday Monday ahead of his first appearance today before a federal judge regarding the 37 counts he faces. For the better part of the weekend, In addition to making two campaign trips in Georgia and North Carolina, the former president and his close allies have been working the phones in search of legal representation. Trump denied any wrongdoing over the weekend, saying, We did absolutely nothing wrong. Guy Davis reporting. And I completely agree uh, with this, you know, that he didn't do anything wrong, in my opinion. No. Okay, in my opinion. And now look, I am a member of the U.S. Press Association, so I can say this also from all of the mm-hmm. news reports I'm getting. From the world perspective, they don't think he did anything wrong either. It's simply here in the United States. Okay, that's it. But everywhere else in the world, they're, they're mystified as to what the heck is going on. Okay, but here's some... Now, look, this is kind of point-counterpoint. Okay, I told people many, many weeks ago, if not months ago, that what impeachment was going to be used from now on as a political tool. It was just going to be a norm now. 
after going mm-hmm. after President Trump not once, not twice, but three times with impeachment mm-hmm. articles. Now it has become something that is simply just going to be a political thing that we're going to have to deal with with every administration, whether they're a Democrat or Republican, until the day the United States is no more. Okay? And mm-hmm. so now this is just a this is just the first. Okay, this is just mm-hmm. the first. And this is a little known guy. Okay, he's a Tennessee Republican. Mm-hmm. His name is Anthony Ogles, O-G-L-E-S, if, if I mispronounced mm-hmm. his name. Okay, he mm-hmm. has just introduced articles of impeachment against President Biden and mm-hmm. Vice President Kamala Harris, both of them. Okay. Now, Ogle's articles accused Biden of having weaponized the presidency. Check mark. I agree with that. Personal opinion. I agree with that. Both in his tenure as president and vice president to shield the business and influence peddling schemes of his family from congressional oversight and public accountability. Now, that's going to require an investigation. Okay, they're going to have to really get in depth about that, but mm-hmm. it's being recognized now that what he has done could potentially be criminal. So they're going to have to investigate that. And for the moment, the Republicans do have the majority in the Congress, and they're the ones that do that. So I'm going to yeah. assume that that is what is coming next. Now, additionally, the articles <laughs> accuse. <laughs> okay, additionally, the articles yeah. accuse Biden of acting in a manner contrary to the public trust and subversive to a constitutional government, to the great prejudice of the cause of law and justice, and to the manifest injury of the people of the United States with the handling of the southern border crisis. Harris's impeachment articles take aim at her track record as vice president as well as her handling of the southern border crisis, accusing the vice president of having extraordinary incompetence in the execution of her duties and responsibilities and an indifference to Americans suffering as a result of America's ongoing southern border crisis. In a quote here, Joe Biden has violated his sworn oath to preserve protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, repeatedly abused his position of power, both as vice president and president, to cover up his illicit family business dealings and exploitation of taxpayer resources. The American people know they can't depend on the so-called Department of Justice to investigate the Biden family's corruption, and so it's up to the U.S. Congress to hold him accountable once and for all, unquote. Again, this is quoting directly this Tennessee Republican, Anthony Ogles, who has introduced these articles of impeachment against both the president and vice president. So now, I don't, intend, I don't expect this to go anywhere, Terry. It's just my personal mm-hmm. opinion. I don't expect this to go anywhere because this is an unknown congressman, okay? And I'm yeah. not sure that they have the votes yet. But here's yeah. the here's what I do expect, okay? I want y'all mm-hmm. to mark this day because this is a project. This is a prediction, okay? Mm-hmm. This is a prediction. I predict mm-hmm. that during the presidential campaign, you are going to see a Republican leading candidate who will be mm-hmm. undergoing a trial, a felony trial, okay? Mm-hmm. And I predict that you're going to see the Democratic presidential candidate, leading contender, mm-hmm. who just happens to be president mm-hmm. of the United States, in the middle mm-hmm. of a trial as an impeachment trial to be removed as president for his actions. In other words, you're going to have two crooks running against each other, and neither one of them are going to win. Okay. Now, look, listen to this. I told you guys, I listened to Dr. Steve Turley. Okay. He is a conservative. Mm-hmm. I mentioned him in, in the last broadcast. Now, on, on his station, he actually had somebody on there who was comparing um, the uh, Florida governor, Santos, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mitt Romney. Okay. Now, here's, here's the deal. This is what's happening. And this is unfortunate, but this is what's happening. Republicans are taking shots at other Republicans. They're, they're taking their, their eye off the prize here. 
And if you yeah. tear down another Republican, what you're going to do mm -hmm. is reelect an incompetent idiot by the name of Joe Biden. Personal opinion, mm -hmm. personal opinion. I called him an incompetent idiot. So, you know, pick one of the one of those is accurate. One of those is 100% accurate. I'll let you decide which one it is. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, that is where that stands. Uh, any comment on that, Terry? Uh, yeah, no, you're actually doing some excellent, some dynamite reporting. Um, I w if all of the news commentators across America were uh, in the same vein as you are, uh, my goodness, uh, we'd have things turned around in a heartbeat. Uh, it would be like, oh, man, I mean, the world's screaming. I just wish they were. They're not. Uh, and so because of that, like you, agreeing with your conclusion, I don't see that anything's going to happen I, to change anything. So, no. but anyway, but you did good. Listen, don't <laughs> stop. Now, I don't, I don't want this to go backwards. Did you go? Well, I'm giving, I'm going fishing. You know, no, yeah, yeah, don't do no. that. Anyway. That's not, that's not going to happen. But, but you know, I, I'm not beholden to anybody. Okay, I'm yeah. not. You know, I don't. I'm not accountable to anybody except myself. And all I'm going to do is speak the truth. Okay, and I'm going to speak mm -hmm. it from a position as being a Christian as a believer mm -hmm. in Jesus Christ and as someone who knows mm -hmm. that Jesus Christ is coming back, okay? And I'm not going right. to be on the wrong side. I'm not going to be on the wrong side. All them other guys can do that, but not me, okay? Um, so next, I want, to, uh, I want to play this clip for you real quick. Listen to this one carefully. Billionaire investor turned philanthropist George Soros is ceding control of his $25 billion empire to a younger son, Alexandro Soros, according to an exclusive interview with the Wall Street Journal published online. The 37-year-old, who goes by Alex, told the Wall Street Journal that he is more political than his 92-year-old father, who has been a right-wing target for his backing of liberal causes such as reducing racial bias in the justice system, but he noted that the two think alike. Okay, now he overlooked a lot. Okay, Alan Edwards is supposed to call things down the middle. He's not. Okay, he's more. It's more left wing. Okay, that's more liberal than I like. So, Alan Edwards, wake up, sir. You're supposed to be providing. You know, I'm paying for this news service, and you're telling me yeah. that it's white paper, and instead you're turning yeah. it into garbage paper. You're turning it into toilet paper. You need to wake up and get yeah. on on the stick. Yeah. Here's the actual report from the Wall Street Journal. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, billionaire George Soros, 92 years old. You know, and Lord, I, I know, I know, I know. Give him one more chance to come to you. Give him one more chance to come to Amen. you. Give him one Amen. more chance to accept you Amen. as your Lord and Savior. And after that, please remove him from this earth. I don't care about, you know, do, do what you need to do. I'm not, I'm not asking for anything, any ill will toward the man. I'm not asking for anybody to do any violence toward the man. Nothing like that. But George Soros has been a pain in the butt of this world for 92 years. Let's give him one more chance to accept Jesus Christ. And after that, Lord... Do what you will. Do as you will. Do as is in your will. Okay. Now, um, in this interview with the Wall Street Journal, Soros has announced that his son, Alexander, who's 37 years old, will take over the reins of a $25 billion empire. Now, the one thing that Alan Edwards did quote correctly was that uh, the younger Soros did say, we think alike, when talking about his dad. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. Alexander goes by Alex. He's the eldest of two children, all boys, that George Soros had from his second marriage to Suzanne Weber. Uh, this is a hip-hop fan and a socialite with a Ph.D. in history from the University of California, Berkeley. No surprise it's coming from Berkeley, right? I mean, that's kind of yeah. where they go, right? Now, Alex Soros told the Wall Street Journal in, that he is more political than his father, he thus plans to extend the causes embraced by George to voting and abortion rights. You didn't hear that mentioned in the Alan Edwards report, but that's what he's focused on, okay, is voting. In other words, to propel Democratic voters, okay, and try to eliminate as many Republican voters as he can. That's public. That's personal opinion, but it's also based on news reporting. Okay, and abortion mm -hmm. rights. He's in support of abortion rights. Of course, he's not a woman. He can't have a baby, but he wants yeah. to get on. He wants to jump on the bad wagon. Okay, and say that women, uh, you know, should take that as their first option. 
Okay. Uh, he's also in favor of gender equality and will continue to finance the campaigns of the left. Uh, now, there is one point, however, on which Alex Soros agrees with conservatives, and that's free speech. <laughs> Man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that that one was just too much. Okay, he actually no. Said, don't apologize. <laughs> the he exact right he, reaction. <laughs> he said he believes in free speech, and, and it's been too. It's been restricted too much, especially on college campuses and everywhere else. Oh my goodness, Dude, that is the biggest lie that I have heard. Uh, I, even George Soros couldn't tell a lie that big. <laughs> Yeah. Your, your yeah. comment on that, Terry. I'm sorry. i got to pull myself together. Yeah. That, that's insane. Yeah, no. You know, it's interesting that he would say that there's not free speech on uh, college campuses. He's absolutely right. Okay? But he's making himself to look as if he's someone who's really got his finger on the pulse. The reason <laughs> there's no free speech on the campuses is because of his father. Right. And he's going to continue that. Right. Exactly. So, so, so you know, it's just man. lie after liberal lie after liberal lie after socialist leading duplicity. lie. Duplicity, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you've got a meta whistleblower who says that tens of millions could die in the coming years if social media isn't overhauled. Okay, uh, now this comes to me from the insider.com. It says, for example, uh, meta has downplayed, meta, by the way, is the parent company of Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, they have reported that Meta has downplayed Instagram's effect on teenagers' mental health and that mm -hmm. Facebook has, ha has helped spread religious hatred in India. Mm -hmm. Okay, now uh, Meta is supposedly coming under more scrutiny. Uh, last month, it was handed a record-breaking $1.3 billion fine relating to data privacy. So, uh, and by the way, Meta has not responded to any requests from the media to respond <laughs> to any of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Surprise, um, surprise. Now then, Terry, give you some credit here. You provided me with a news story the other day. Mm -hmm. And I have yeah. done some further research into it, but I want to, I want to bring mm -hmm. everybody up to speed on this one real quick. Well, I'll tell you what, yeah. before, um, I think before we do that, that uh, I should give you your two minutes. Okay. So I okay. want you to get, get ready with, with your two minutes and, um, okay. and it's be two minutes with Terry. Just a really quick mm -hmm. reminder that the last Christian newscast and radio show is proud to partner with a great educational program for youth based on solid Christian principles and values. Now, as a parent concerned about what your children are exposed to and learning in public schools, you will appreciate the opportunity to learn about Kirkwood's Christian online learning program that will keep your kids engaged and learning all without worrying about the type of curriculum being presented to them. It only takes a few minutes to set up the program, and your kids can begin working independently on any device, including desktop computers, laptops, tablets, iPads, even smartphones. Now, you can learn more about this program on the Last Christian website at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net for all of the free information on Kirkwood's homeschool learning program for kids. And hey, get this, the whole program, well, it only costs you about a dollar a day. It doesn't get better than that. Visit us at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net and receive your information all about Kirkwood's homeschooling learning program for kids. And with that, Terry, it is now time for Two Minutes with Terry. Homeschooling works, folks. The last Christian charge, engaging the sword today. Daily anticipating Jesus' shout, prepared for battle. Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. His compassions fail not, new every morning. Great, O Lord, is thy faithfulness. 
we continue gleaning vital excerpts from God's word with his divine Genesis report, picking up in chapter two, his creation of the world and universe in six 24-hour days, chapter two, verse 16, through chapter three, verse six. And the Lord God commanded the man, a saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord said, it is not good that man should dwell alone. I will make him and help me for him. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field, every fowl of the air, brought them into unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all the cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found and help me for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib, which the Lord God had taken from the man, made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. Okay, I'm going to stop you right called, there, Terry. And uh, we'll get back to it in the, uh, in, in the uh, second half of the show. Uh, we're also going to be joined in the second half of the show today. Um, by our our very very good and well, I, I, Carl Erickson. He is he's Terry's friend first. He became my friend, and he's going to be joining us here in the second half of the show. But Terry, um, you just happened to make the perfect segue into what I want to talk about next. Okay, okay. Um, again, well, that's this, the Lord, brother. We're giving him the glory. Uh, anyway, yeah, go ahead. 100%. Uh, but, you know, you sent me this story the other day, and this is going to yeah. surprise a lot of people. It won't surprise others. But uh, there is now a California bill, which uh, the intent of it is to charge parents with child abuse if they are not in favor of, ch of trans-affirming care. In other words, the mutilation of either the male or female body by uh, people whose brains are not fully developed yet. That's a scientific fact, by the way, that the brain mm -hmm. is not scientifically uh, uh, developed, fully developed in kids uh, under 18. In fact, I think it goes a little further than 18, actually. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we'll keep it to 18 because 18 is the, is the adult. Uh, when people are, take responsibility for themselves as an adult, that's when they should make a decision like this. It's something that is lifelong. Okay? But mm -hmm. anyway, this is a recently amended California bill would add affirming to the sexual transition of a child to the state's standard for parental responsibility and child welfare, making any parent who doesn't affirm transgenderism for their child guilty of abuse under this California state law. Now, originally, AB 957, that's the bill number, uh, required courts to consider whether a child's parents were gender-affirming in custody cases. Um, now, this, this amendment, somebody by the name of Wilmer uh, has completely rewritten the, the, this, this bill. Um, California courts would be given complete authority under Section 3011 of California's Family Code to remove a child from his or her parents' home if the parents disapprove of LGBTQ plus ideology. In other words, if you don't believe in this, in this stuff, then they can remove your, your child from you because that's, that's child abuse. Okay, well, this, this is... This is Constitution abuse, is what this is. This is yeah. U.S. Constitution abuse, in my opinion. Okay. Um, now, there is a scheduled hearing on this um, in the state Senate, um, which actually is beginning on June the 13th. Okay, I'll mm -hmm. let you guys look at your own calendars and see when June the 13th is. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, that is something that, that is coming up. Now... 
there's a little bit of good news, I guess, in this. And this is something that you're not going to hear in the mainstream media. This won't be mentioned. Okay, I promise you, this won't be mentioned. But there is a new there is a new poll out. Would you consider Gallup poll pretty good? I mean, they they go back decades, right? Okay, this is a new poll by uh, by Gallup. And, by the way, this isn't reported by anybody in the United States. It's reported by the Israeli National News. <laughs> that, wow. you, know, you, 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 remember, you remember how I told you, you know, that uh, other places, other countries are providing me with better news than our own news agencies here in the United States? Yeah. This is a prime example of it, okay? Anyway, mm-hmm. according to the Israeli National News, and this is a Gallup poll. It's a real poll. You can look it up on Gallup if you want to. Most Americans say it is not morally acceptable to change genders. Vast majority believe athletes should compete as the gender that they were born as. Support for gender transitioning is on the decline in the U.S., according to a new poll released by Gallup. Gallup Values and Beliefs Survey compared popular opinion in the U.S. in May 2021 and May of this year and found that support for transgenderism has slipped over the past two years. Over two-thirds, 69% of Americans now say that athletes must compete must compete as their birth gender with just over a quarter, 26% saying that transgender athletes should be able to compete as the gender they currently identify with. Two years ago, 34% of respondents say that athletes should be able to compete as the gender they identify with compared to 62% who said they should compete with members of their biological sex. The uh, percentage of Americans uh, who believe changing one's, changing one's gender to be morally acceptable also declined over the past two years, falling from 46% in 2021 to 43% in 2023. The percentage of respondents who say it is not morally acceptable rose from 51 to 55. Now then, um, there's a only one part of this poll I really want to pay attention to, and that is what I have talked about many times. There's um, There's about... 48% of people that will vote Democrat no matter what. You put Mickey Mouse in place, they're going to vote for him. Mm-hmm. There's about 48% of Republicans um, who will only vote for a Republican, okay? No no doubt, okay? So it's 48, 48, and you're, you're looking at the middle there. The, the middle is the big thing. Okay, independents were evenly divided on this question in 2021, 48 to 48, and now are slightly less likely to believe is acceptable at 50 to 46. That would be a win for the Republicans, by the way. Okay, we have reached the the end of the first half of the show. Uh, We're going to finish off that topic really quick when we come back. Uh, We'll also invite Carl in. Uh, If you're looking for a new show, be sure and sign up for it uh, with www.lastchristian.net, and we will be happy to get you on board. For everybody else, we'll be back right after the break with the second half of the Last Christian newscast and radio show. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Attention podcasters, influencers, media personalities, content creators, and aspiring or existing radio personalities. KRRB Revelation Radio now offers the opportunity to broadcast or syndicate both new or existing shows to all 50 states and more than 160 countries around the world. And if you currently operate a radio station, we offer you the opportunity to add several popular shows in virtually every genre for broadcast on your station. Choose programming from 30 minutes to two hours with each internationally syndicated show adding quality content sure to grow your listening audience. We even have excellent optional services to help you promote your show or station. These services are not only designed for audio use on the radio, but also include tools for use on social media, even YouTube. For more information, visit www.revelationradio.net or email the YouStreamIt LLC broadcast network at office at YouStreamIt.net today. 
The report says Russian forces have closed or taken over 76 places of worship, looted or destroyed 13, and killed or seized 29 religious leaders in occupied Ukraine. Russia, it says, continues to weaponize religion. According to the report, Russian soldiers are harassing Baptists, calling them American spies and enemies of the Russian Orthodox people. It's alleged one Russian officer told Christians in Ukraine, evangelical believers like you should be completely destroyed. You need to be buried alive. The new report confirms what Release International is hearing from its partners in Ukraine, that pastors are being targeted and churches closed in areas under Russian occupation. In 2016, President Putin required all religious organizations and churches in Russia to register with the government. It effectively outlawed foreign missionary work and has led to the persecution of the Ukrainian Orthodox Church in the occupied territories, along with Baptists and other Protestant denominations. This counter-terrorism measure has been used to prosecute American Baptist and Pentecostal missionaries and to burn Bibles. In Russia itself, there are signs that the state is clamping down on religious protests against the war. On March the 30th, a Moscow court jailed a 63-year-old Orthodox Christian for seven years for condemning Russia's war on social media. Mikhail Simonov posted, We, Russia, have become godless. Forgive us, Lord. Human rights organization Forum 18 says Simonov is the first person to be jailed for expressing his religious opposition to the war. Others are also now standing trial. Musician Anna Shagina was arrested for displaying the Bible verse, Blessed are the peacemakers, during an anti-war protest in March 2022. And welcome back to the second half of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. Again, my name is J.D. Williams, located here in East Texas. And on the left side of your screen there, you see uh, my co-host and my friend, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley. And then there in the middle is Mr. Carl Erickson. And uh, Carl, first of all, I'm going to welcome you. I've already welcomed Terry. He doesn't deserve two welcomes in one show. So anyway, I'm gonna, I want to welcome you <laughs> to the uh, last Christian newscast and radio show. Where are you, Carl? Where are you located? I think it's great. Well, I'm in sorry? Tucson, Arizona. Tucson. Okay. So I'm in Tucson, Arizona. And is, is that where you were the last time that you checked in with me? It is, it is, and I'm actually, yeah, we're, we're sitting in the same spot. We're waiting. We've got some car things going on right now that uh, are keeping us from moving to our next spot, which is going to be over in Texas by you guys. Yeah, well, so I'm looking, looking forward, forward to, to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to invite you to go um, to uh, whenever you are back in Texas. I want to get you down here into East Texas, and me and you are going to, you know, uh, well, you, your wife, me, Anita, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna go out to dinner. I, I, it's on me. Y'all y'all come y'all y'all come on down, great. and we will we will invite you here to uh, my neck of the woods down here, and uh, I, okay. I want to get to know you a little bit better. And uh, Carl, before we get back into everything, I do want to give you an opportunity to talk about your ministry a little bit. Something that's important, and uh, uh, Carl hands out um, Bible tracks all over the United States, yes, sir. and Amen. specifically to the, what I consider to be a very, very important uh, group of people, and that's the young people, the people that are attending colleges, yep. that are hearing all the bad stuff and being directed in all the wrong reasons, and Carl is, Carl is at the tip of the spear in correcting that situation. So, Carl, tell us a little bit more about your ministry real quick. I can't give you a long time, but I'm going to give sure. you a couple of minutes here. Go ahead. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Today, we're going to get uh, 20,000 more tracks we've had delivered from Fellowship Track League. Uh, it's a great place to get, but we get a lot of tracks from them. They do a wonderful job for us. We're going to go get uh, two new tracks we're excited about. One of them is called God Loves You, and uh, the other one is called The Second Coming. And uh, those are, uh, we put those two together. A gospel track is, is simply, it's a small piece of paper, a little pamphlet about this big. I wish uh, I had one with me to show everybody that's actually watching. But for those of you, uh, you know, who are on radio or whatever anyway, can't see it. But uh, 
we just uh there are two little pamphlets one says god loves you on it has a picture of the cross and it has uh, john three sixteen on the cover the other one is the second coming and has a picture of Jesus on it coming back uh, on on this horse, his white horse coming back to uh, uh, to the planet to save Israel, which we've talked about a little bit at that point, which uh, is surrounded by armies. But the, the two together give people, uh, uh, you know, the truth of his first coming and the second coming. And we love to give those out at colleges. We're going back to Texas there to uh, we'll be in that area there where there are a lot of young people. Uh, but we get on the streets and we go to uh, go to parking lots. A lot of times we're sharing the gospel in parking lots. Uh, we have a cross and uh, something exciting that we're going to be doing is I hold up a seven foot cross and it says a way on it. And uh, my wife, my beautiful wife, is going to be on the streets now. We've got an idea from the Lord that she needs to be holding up a sign. And her sign is going to say, Jesus loves you. And it's going to say, uh, come to him. Amen. So we're, we're excited to announce that. That's going to be something new for us. We've had a lot of people that come and respond to the cross. People that are dry, you get a lot of people looking. Haven't caused any accidents yet, which uh, is something I pray <laughs> about every time before I Amen. go out there. Uh, thank God. But you get a lot of people rubbernecking, you know, that are looking over there. And they see that message that Jesus is the end. They see the cross. So that's part of our ministry. And, uh, you know, we just get out as often as we can. We get out pretty much every day. We, we do take days off for the Lord and, and have a Sabbath and a rest with him. But, uh, but we're out there all the time, and we're blessed to be able to do it. We're very Amen. thankful for uh, uh, to be able to share the gospel, you know, and let people know the truth and, and the good news. And like I said, there's a lot of bad news. So Amen. we love giving people. Uh, we have to give them the bad news, unfortunately, as you guys know, that, that there's this going is that they have a sin nature. And uh, if they don't repent of their sin and turn from it and ask forgiveness for their sin uh, and, and ask Jesus Christ to save them, that they, they, they will have an eternity and spend an eternity without God in hell. Oh, but we, we do uh, also give them the good news because the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So Amen. thank you for letting Amen. me be able to share just a little bit about what we do. And it's a privilege to be on the show today. So And we're happy to have you. Thank you. And uh, we're going to have Carl on quite a bit. Um, we're going to add a segment to the show here uh, in the days to come. I think I kind of hinted at this at an earlier show. But anyway, we're going to do some tracking with the Ericsons, kind of playing, playing on the words a little bit because he does hand out those Bible tracks. And we're going to have to track him by radar all over the country as he does it. So <laughs> anyway, something for you guys to look forward to coming up. Now, very quickly, I'm going to go back to the transgender thing for just a second, and then we're going to move on. Because one thing that I didn't include in this, uh, uh, again, I told you that, the, that there's been a flip as far as... Um, Independent voters and independent voters. That's an important block because that's the ones that actually elect the president. Okay, you got a you got a basically a complete even on Democrats versus Republicans. It's the independents that do it. And right now, the independents are swaying Republican on this issue. So that's an important thing to remember. Also, only Democrats grew uh, in saying that it's acceptable. Now, this is over the last two years. Only Democrats uh, are saying that uh, it's uh, that this transgender thing is something that we should be doing. That's it. That's according to Gallup. That's not according to J.D. Williams. I'm reporting that as a member of the U.S. Press Association for KRRB, that only Democrats are in favor and the majority of Democrats, okay, are in favor of transgenderism. Any comments? Very quickly, gentlemen, keep, I want you to watch your language real carefully. I don't want to have to mute you guys, especially you, Terry. So, all right, go ahead. No, I, you go know, ahead, I'll Terry. take your word for it. I'll, I'll take <laughs> your word for it. Uh, right. You know, I, I'm not surprised. It's not, this was not an earth-shaking news story. Nope. But, um. Uh, Anyway, it's good to keep up with well, what's thank, going on. Yeah. Okay. Carl, I, I think ahead. that's great news, guys. I'm thankful to hear that because uh, you know it's 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 wicked. Uh, it's uh, 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 it's not of God, and um, you know the main reason that anyone would support that is that they don't know Jesus Christ, and, and they're not filled with the Holy Spirit. So, uh, you know, we just uh, thankful that that people who even know Him are uh, recognizing. The evil and are not and are not promoting it and don't want it to be promoted. Amen. 
Amen. Okay. Um, I, I hope think, I didn't say anything wrong. <laughs> I, I think what I'm going to do here is give Terry his two minutes because I, I'm really thinking that once we get rolling, we're probably not going to have time to re-add him in there. So, uh, Terry, I want you to get, get your stuff together here real quick, okay? And then I am going to get you started right after this. Just a really quick reminder that the last Christian newscast and radio show is proud to partner with a great educational program for youth based on solid Christian principles and values. Now, as a parent concerned about what your children are exposed to and learning in public schools, you will appreciate the opportunity to learn about Kirkwood's Christian online learning program that will keep your kids engaged and learning all without worrying about the type of curriculum being presented to them. It only takes a few minutes to set up the program, and your kids can begin working independently on any device, including desktop computers, laptops, tablets, iPads, even smartphones. Now, you can learn more about this program on the Last Christian website at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net for all of the free information on Kirkwood's homeschool learning program for kids. And hey, get this, the whole program, well, it only costs you about a dollar a day. It doesn't get better than that. Visit us at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net and receive your information all about Kirkwood's homeschooling learning program for kids. All right, Terry, and with that, sir, it is now all yours. Then the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman and brought her unto the man. Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, and the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, and God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, Well, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die, for God does know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. For God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods. Or God again, huh? Hang on a second. Yeah, I sure did. Okay, there we go. And God does know that in that day, knowing the good and the evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Amen. Uh, I got. I've got to just jump on. Terry every now and then because he always forgets to mute his phone and sometimes yeah. he forgets to turn off that little tweet device he's got there Some, yeah. sometimes that yeah. happens but anyway other than that he's and someday okay. he's going to come on and I'm not going to be here because yeah. I forgot right exactly you know because we're, we're you know, but, but well, you're going to have to fill in Carl <laughs> <laughs> yeah right uh, anyway he, he's still He's still an okay uh, co-host, Carl. He really is. I mean, you know, he 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 tries hard. No, I'm you know. We put up I hope anyway. Look, Try and I hope people it, out buddy. there. I'm going to tell you that right now. I go really ahead. I really hope people out there understand that I'm kidding. I mean, you know, I, I don't want. Please save your emails, okay? I'm I'm kidding with him because he's a friend of mine. Yeah, I'm a friend of his. We know why he writes books now. So. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, and that's probably his publisher telling him, hey, we just sold 500,000 copies. All right, anyway. Um, yeah, okay. So. <laughs> I do, too. I really do. All right, uh, getting back uh, into everything now, uh, this is a, an important report that I want to run. I want to make sure we get these in, and then we're going to get into Ezekiel after that. But I want you guys to listen to this, because uh, this comes from the Watchman newscast. And again, the Watchman newscast, they understand. Eric Seckleback, he, he knows that I play these as a member of the U.S. Press Association. And this, this report is very important. I want you guys to listen to this very carefully. We've told you previously here on the newscast about UNESCO. It's the UN's Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, or UNESCO for short. Now, over the years, UNESCO has earned, and I do mean earned, a reputation as being notoriously anti-Israel and anti-West. A few examples here. Number one, when it comes to Israel, take the Temple Mount, for instance, which UNESCO refers to consistently as Haram al-Sharif. That's its Muslim name. And UNESCO consistently in its pronouncements about the Temple Mount over the years has de-emphasized the Jewish and Christian lineage at that site, even though it's the holiest site in Judaism. Going back some 3,000 years, it was the site of Solomon's temple. Fast forward to 2,000 years ago, Jesus taught, chased the money changers out of the second temple, and yet UNESCO consistently de-emphasizes that. And not only that, when it comes to Hebron and the tomb of the patriarchs, UNESCO refers to that as, again, an Islamic heritage site, even though this is the very place where the patriarchs and the matriarchs of the Bible, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Rebecca, Sarah, Leah, they're all buried there. Yet again, UNESCO refers to it as an Islamic heritage site. So you get an idea of where UNESCO is coming from when it comes to Israel. There is no nation state known as Palestine, and yet in 2011, UNESCO declared that there was and admitted this state, so-called, to UNESCO. Now, under U.S. law, the U.S. at the time, and I'm sure then-President Obama did this very reluctantly, had to cut funding uh, to UNESCO. And then President Trump went one step further in 2017 and said, look, this U.N. body is rampantly anti-Israel. It needs reform, and it's costing us a lot of money, and we're not getting anything out of it. We're out which I think was a wise move. Now, the Biden administration, again, is saying, well, look, you know, we have no influence if we're not a part of UNESCO. But folks, if you are so consumed or this UN body is so consumed by an anti-Western, anti-Israel bent, I don't see the Biden administration of all administrations moving the needle there, being forceful and stating the case for the United States, for the West, and for Israel in a bold and decisive manner that really moves the needle under this current administration, based on what I've seen for two and a half years, I just don't see that happening. And by the way, Israel also withdrew from UNESCO for obvious reasons in 2019, has yet to rejoin, has not announced any intention to rejoin, but apparently does not oppose the U.S. rejoining UNESCO. Okay. Um, now, this is a U.N. agency. And again, you know, in the last show, I pointed out the, um, the disparity uh, with the U.N. and how they are really such an anti-Israel organization. Uh, you know, it's factual. Uh, if you don't believe me, go back and look at the last report because I've really... Uh, in the last newscast, I really went into deep specifics on that. And, of course, you can find that at www.lastchristian.net. Before we move on, guys, any comment on this uh, UNESCO thing? Should the United States be a part of this or what? Uh, no, I have to be keep my mouth shut because I, I would be talking about things uh, that, you know, would horrify people concerning UNESCO. So that's my opinion. I'll turn it over to my chief over here next door. <laughs> uh, Carl? Well, well, I think, uh, you know, I mean, obviously the, the temple site is uh, is crucial. There's going to be a third temple. The Bible tells us clearly they're going to build another temple. Uh, and, and that's really the, the saddest thing and the most horrible thing. Uh, maybe what Terry's alluding to, I don't know, is that they're going to build another temple to worship when we've already had Jesus Christ. The Messiah has come. 
and we are the living temple uh, of the Holy Spirit Amen. of God. And and uh, there's no need, obviously, for a temple. In fact, it's a uh, it's an abomination of God. Just that they're planning on building a temple. That you know, again. Well, the third temple, of course, so is you, the temple of the Antichrist. I want to make that really clear. Um, you know, so when you when I don't care when you're watching this video, you know, um, whether it's before or after the rapture of the church, when you see that third temple being built, understand that's for the Antichrist. That's not for Jesus, and God will never inherit it. Uh, never, never be yeah. a part of that one. Okay, I got one more report for you, and then it's on to to other things so let's listen to this again uh, more international news and again a lot about israel the biden administration has re-entered indirect nuclear talks with the iranian regime in oman now the regime in tehran confirmed this today they are saying they don't want a limited or partial nuclear deal. There's been some rumblings out of Washington, D.C. that the Biden administration is suggesting maybe a limited version of that disastrous Iran nuclear deal, something temporary, just to get it back off the ground before they forge a larger, more permanent deal. The Iranian regime is saying it has no interest in that. Folks, and why would they? They're playing hardball once again the Biden administration approaching Iran and essentially begging for a deal. Although Iran has carried out some 80 attacks, Iran and its proxies, against U.S. interests, U.S. soldiers in Iraq and Syria since January 2021 when Joe Biden took office, even though Iran continues to crack the skulls, quite literally, of protesters, pro-democracy protesters in the streets of Iran, and even though Iran continues to uh, commit itself and vow to wipe Israel off the map, arm its terror proxies to the teeth. Oh, and by the way, plot terror attacks on U.S. soil against former U.S. administration officials, all that. And the Biden administration acknowledges, by the way, all the above, all of that. And still, the Biden administration is rushing headlong to forge a new deal with the Iranian regime. Okay, so... Um you know, if they get back into this, what's the, the last time that the United States had one of these deals, we flew all kinds of cash, in cash, over to the Iranians. And, you know, I'm assuming that, that something on that, uh, you know, something similar to that is, is going to play out if we're, if we're not really careful. Uh, either one of y'all got any uh, comment on that before we, uh, before we move on to the Bible itself? No, no, it, it's just too sad to even think about. You know? <laughs> I agree. Carl? The good news is Jesus no, is coming. <laughs> Amen. Amen, Terry. You can't make deals with the devil, you know, no. and that's, that's really what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, um, I'm going to leave it up to my two co-hosts here. Uh, y'all want to go to Ezekiel 37? You want to go to Psalm? Where, where, where do y'all want to go? You tell me. Doesn't matter to me, Carl. Go to Ezekiel. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we're, that's what good. that's what we we uh, we've covered Ezekiel thirty-seven verses one through ten uh, in the last show. So I'm going to okay. go ahead and put up the next one, which is Ezekiel thirty-seven eleven through fourteen. And Terry, if you can see that, I'm going to go ahead and let you read it. And then he said to me, "Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel." They indeed say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people and brought you up from your graves. I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. Okay, and we're going to move right on, Terry, to uh, Ezekiel thirty-seven fifteen through 17. Again, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, As for you, son of man, take a stick for yourself and write on it, for Judah and for the children of Israel, his companions. Then take another stick and write on it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the house of Israel, his companions. Then join them one to another for yourself into one stick, and they will become one in your hand. 
Okay. Now, uh, on this one, I think it's time for us to kind of break that down a little bit. I think it's important for people to get a, some kind of understanding on it. Wh which one of you guys wants to uh, take either one of these on? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, let's take the first one. Let's take the first one. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can uh, get it back up here on screen, Terry. This is uh, this yeah. is Ezekiel 37, 15 through 17. And mm -hmm. go ahead and uh, whatever you want to say about that. No, 11 through 14 okay. was the first one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thank you very much. Thank you. Because was I was looking for my point and it wasn't there. 11, 11 through 14. I'm sorry. Okay. There I, got you it, go. I got it up there thank now. You. Go ahead. Thank you, Carl. Uh, because the one point I wanted to throw in here was um, when he says, I will open your graves. Hang on a second. It's in there somewhere. Um, Let's look down about uh, 13, I think. Look at uh, uh, 13. 13. Mm -hmm. No, I'll tell you the phrase. I'm, oh, there it is. I'm sorry. So in the very first phrase, then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. So that shows us God's talking about Daniel chapter 12. And he, when he brings back everybody out of the graves from, from the beginning, from Adam all the way through. So it's the whole house of Israel. So well, it's can, not can like I, a, a can, can I interject yeah, in there ahead, real real in. quick that jump you know in. that uh, that is how you read it. That's not how Emeritus Farty reads it. That's not how JD okay. Williams can reads we it. Back up a minute. But, can, yeah. we, can you back up just a minute? Because I learned this from JD himself okay. uh, on one of our shows. It says the whole house of Israel. Right. We had, we had, I missed a word of uh, uh, several months back and you brought it to my attention and I immediately had to may a call yeah. for you because, well, because okay. you were right. Well, again, you anyway. know, again, it, it's okay. And I've, I've said this uh, probably a thousand times on this show, sure. but it, it's sure. okay if two Christians agree or disagree on scripture. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. uh, anyway, Terry, we're down to about three minutes left in the whole show. Okay. So uh, okay. anyway, I want to go ahead and put this back up on screen. Carl and, was uh, talking there. Well, Carl okay. Was well, with yeah. Okay. Carl, the reason I have you muted just to what, just, just to where you know is is because uh, you got a speaker on and it it uh, causes the whole system to kind of I don't know. There's a noise. Library, okay. Library so anyway, or, I. Yeah. I I cut you off. So so anyway, go ahead. You're on now. You you can insert there. Go ahead. Uh, I'm yeah, just going to say the truth is multifaceted. <laughs> I'm sorry. Truth truth is multifaceted, guys. You know, and uh, it doesn't make it untrue that there are two different parts to it. Right. Like a diamond, you know, has many facets. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. Right. And, so no, when we look at you know yeah. when we look at the Word of God, we can we're not just disagreeing. We're just seeing different aspects of the truth that God has revealed to us. Amen. Amen. That, that's a yeah. better, ex that, that's again, a better definition you know, than, than, than what I did. Go ahead. Yeah. And again, I have to throw in, it says the whole house of Israel. Right. And I, I so agree with that. Very well, let it go. Somebody out. Yeah. No, he won't. You can't leave somebody out. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, Carl, do you have a, a Anything that, that you'd like to say well, about that that particular I'll, one? Go ahead. I would like to say just really quickly that when God brought Israel back together as a nation, um, you know, after 1,800 years of being so, uh, that was one of the greatest miracles uh, that God's ever done. Amen. And, uh, they, you know, it's been beautiful. And, of course, the next greatest miracle is going to be the rapture of the church, and we're looking forward to that. Amen. So. Yeah, because just like... Just like there is a last play in any football game, there is a last individual to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior before the rapture of the church. And all you've got to do to make sure and to know for sure that you're going to heaven, all you've got to do is ask the Lord for forgiveness. Say, God, I know I'm a sinner. I know that Jesus Christ died for me on the cross. I know that he rose after three days in the tomb just like he said he would. I know that he was seen by more than 500 people at the same time, and I know he's ascended to heaven, and he sits at your right hand, and I also know that he promises he's coming back for his church before God unleashes seven years of tribulation on this earth, and I ask 
you to please forgive me of my sins, and I promise that I will follow you all the rest of the days of my life in Jesus' name. And if you are that last individual to accept Christ before the rapture, if you are the last Christian that we are looking for, then the next face you see will be Jesus Christ, and you will be surrounded by every Christian living and dead, including me, Carl, and Terry. And we hope that you will do that. We also hope that if we are given another day to talk to you, that you'll join us for the next edition of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. And until then, we uh, we just wish you a very good day. Good night, and yes. God bless. Thanks again for joining us today for the Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds. <laughs>